I V M. You're listening to Keeping It Queer with Naveen Narone. Hello everybody, welcome back to Keeping It Queer. I say welcome back because we've been gone for a while. This is How uh, long has it been? It's been it's been a, a couple of inches more than it's You think people are surprised to hear my voice in the beginning of this episode? I think they are. I think but by now Do you I'm, think they know who I am? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no, no I think because uh, we're going to package it in a way where your face is also on the poster now. So, so, so I think by now they'll know. It's like okay. one of those Spider-Man reveals where they're like, Spider-Man is dead in one movie, but then here's a trailer for another I movie. I was so that happy like, when Spider-Man died. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to be sensational. Just I don't care about Spider-Man Ooh. except when I saw Multiverse. Oh, that was amazing! Fuck, what a yes. great so, movie! So, so lot to catch up on as usual. Farad is here with me, and uh, yeah, we're shaking things up. We're we're uh, keeping it queer as usual, mm-hmm. but uh, surprisingly, we're living in a post three seven seven India now. Mm-hmm. And who would have thunk? <laughs> who would have thunk? But everybody for the past five years. Yeah. Uh, but here we are, and uh, it's a good time to be alive. It's a good time to catch up. Is it has has life changed much post three seven seven? It has. Yeah. Not much, but like I Tell see me a three good things shift. that happened since three seven seven was. The common janta knows about the law. They okay. know that gay people exist and okay. it's not a minority anymore. Okay. Uh, they are easing up on the housing for a lot of queer people now. It's not a problem for for a lot of queer people who want to part you know live as partners. Sure. And uh, awareness in general has become more in like you know with the queer population as well. More people are coming out. I'm receiving more messages about young pure queer people who are eighteen depressed. But mm. still talking about mm. their queerness, mm. no. Mm-hmm. So all of these like are factoring into it. But at the same time, homophobes are also at large, mm-hmm. with with more <laughs> violence being exhibited every day. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a convoluted time, but it's good to be alive, right? What I do guess. you think? You're I the guess. you're the. Cynic. I honestly, I, I'm. <laughs> fuck, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. it's just the thing is everybody's starting to call me a cynic, and it's getting to you. It's not getting to me because I agree, and I don't like it when people tell me something that I agree <laughs> with. I get it, yeah. How do you call and, me what I am? Yeah, and I'm not a cynic. I'm just like, if you had to ask me what, how did my life change after three seven seven? I don't know what to say. I feel like I just lived just the way that I did pre three seven seven. Yeah. Uh, all the three top three things that you said have, like you know, uh, maybe changed after three seven seven. I've not noticed it everywhere. I did feel like. This time I saw Pink List. Have you seen Pink List? Yeah, yeah I felt like thing, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's the only time I felt like wow. There's so much more representation in politics now. Yeah, so I that's like, something because you consume Instagram on a massive level, right? Oh my god! So for you, Pink List yeah. makes sense because it came in yeah. your radar of operating sure, on a level, sure, right? Sure, 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 and for you, for listeners who don't know what Pink List is, by now the elections are over, hmm. but uh, it was a list of. Uh, queer candidates who are not only queer but also people who support queer rights in general okay. and have something about yeah. LGBT yeah. population yeah. in their manifesto yeah. Yeah. and that's what it spoke about and a yeah. lot of people were again aware about it because yeah. celebrities start talking about it and yeah. generally there was like uh, a trans activist from Bombay who was uh, trying to raise funds to contest in the elections and mm. Uh, mm. unfortunately they did not get the amount they needed to like you know really make their funds happen yeah. so that's also like a weird thing to be in because while we have people who are brave enough to want to go and elect mm. themselves you know to mm. represent a bunch of people but mm. are those people ready to have a trans person yeah. you know mm. so it's it's a very difficult conversation to have but mm. it's important that they yeah. start doing this you know yeah and Eventually, at least it's out there that yeah. this is a possibility Correct. now that this can happen yeah and, here and we it are, does doesn't yeah. it happen all i feel like 
I hear the best news comes out of Kerala always, like mm-hmm. especially in the LGBTQ case. And I feel like they are light years ahead of the rest of India. Like yeah, we got yeah. to catch up with Kerala Correct. right now. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Like in terms of like seeing representatives in house who not only fight for us but belong to our community, that's a great thing. Yeah. So so Hari Shayar famously joined Congress uh, this past uh, summer, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's like it's again something's happening, right? Like it's not like we have no representation anymore. And like a lot of people ask Harish if he's like really going to you know tackle queer rights as a, mm. as a topic and mm-hmm. and uh, like people might feel different ways about someone representing us, mm. but I just feel that at least now we have that happening, right? Like yeah. from from uh, zero representation to now like having something. Yeah. Like we all talk about how we milk and how we change shit up back in the yeah, day, yeah, yeah. but here we are two queers just like yeah. sitting here and faffing mm. about, you know, <laughs> while someone else is doing all the hard work. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so that, that's yeah. what it's about. This is our contribution. This is our contribution. <laughs> this is it. We try to help you out with your uh, yeah. traveling troubles, like <laughs> people listen to it while going to work and shit, yeah, right? So yeah, it's, it's good yeah. to have. You them. can be gay while you're on the train. Yeah. <laughs> I think people already know that. <laughs> hey, on that note, my video is coming out soon. So what, what, what's the video about? Uh, so it's, it's a bunch of things Like I'm, I'm uh, releasing three videos Okay And uh, one of them is going to talk about my upbringing in my town Oof. Which was Bayandar Oh my god Yeah and how okay. it is And okay. uh, and the next one is going to be about uh, coming There's out to my family Something so homoerotic about that name only Bhai Andar yeah, yeah that's a joke I needed to drop Because oh. Raju Srivastu did that joke already oh. yeah, Raju Srivastu cracked <laughs> as like a gay joke like a Not as a gay joke Okay. Just like bhai andar chal sa. Acha bhai andar chal. Like, okay. like you okay, know, okay. all those okay. punch like maalad karti hai haan, and all haan, of that. God ke upar kya hai? All of all of oh, all okay, of that. Any andheri me kya andhera hai? All of that shit. Okay. Why did so, I start this? Exactly. So I didn't want to go down that route. <laughs> shit, I'm sorry. My jokes, I hope, are a little more nuanced than okay, that. Okay. But uh, one more video is on coming out to my family. Like that's been a real task okay. in the past few okay. months because. Okay. Uh, there's been a lateral shift in my life. By that I mean I had to move I out. I felt like yeah. You came out a long time ago, didn't I you? I came out a long time ago, but like, okay. does coming out really stop? Like, because... No, man. Okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. I've had to come out to my parents like five times. Exactly. Maybe. So, mine yeah. was like, this was the fourth time. Now, at this point, I don't even call it coming out. I'm just like, yearly reminder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I'm into dick. Like, biannual reminder that yeah. I'm bi. <laughs> Hello. And what I love is, they are just as surprised each time. It never like, yeah. dims. They, my dad still goes like, oh, okay. I did not know. And yeah. I'm like, we've had this conversation so many times <laughs> yeah, yeah it comes from a sweet place it's not like yeah. it's like I guess it's selective memory you know it's one of those things that they just rather not keep in their frontal lobe functioning for too long they just like tend yeah. to forget and my parents would also like to forget about it except mm. I don't let them so mm. like I'm always in the popular media mm. you know talking about it mm. but I know there's there's certain things that my family won't ever understand about my lifestyle or okay. like whatever. Okay. But I think it's just my duty to like at least ease them into it because I've not just been jolting them with the reality, right? I've just like very nicely because I understand where they are coming from also. Okay. So like their their background is like very orthodox, okay. like church going and very hardcore. So, sorry, I need to ask you. Has, yeah. Have your parents have... Like, did they ever have any issues with some sort of, like, material in your routine? Like, they said, I wish you'd not said that. Everything. Everything oh. they talk about, they're like, don't talk about it. Oh, my God. My mom asked me, like, after four years of doing comedy, she was okay. like, what have you been doing in comedy? Show me. Okay. Because people oh. talk about your videos and I can't access YouTube. She's not, like, that aware oh of YouTube. So, I showed her one video, which is hmm. still the most tame video of all the others I have. Like, I have hmm. four videos out. Hmm. Hmm. None of them went viral or whatever. But, hmm. like, it was my attempt at trying to put out back then. Hmm. 
the one I had was called Pigeons, which was about just pigeons being stoners. Okay. And uh, there I said Madhur Chod once, and she okay. was not talking to me for like a week after that. So, oh my god! So like, I can't show her the the coming out. I guess on, I the, guess they take it as a is this our is is this a reflection of our upbringing? Upbringing and all oh, that, yeah. God. Like the like one the one I have in Christianity is like rather hardcore about. Oh my again. god! Oh my god! So. Yeah, lot of lot of things. Like again, like as I say, I, I didn't have to come out once. I had to come out a multiple mm. number of times because mm. of the fact that, you know, you don't you don't find acceptance first in your line of work, mm. then your faith, then your sexuality, mm. then your you know sober behavior, whatever. Yeah. Just like you have to clarify yourself on every level. Yeah, and uh, some people just like continue living in that lie mm-hmm. because a lot of friends of mine who are just like it's easier yeah it's easier them. just like yeah. just like be yeah. what a pativrata whatever at home no it's it's not pativrata it's pavam i guess at home okay that's okay. a word okay. and uh, then they go outside and they're berserk like most jain friends of mine mm. as jain, jain. As, as jain okay. as they are no no okay. jains okay <laughs> like jain yeah mm. gentiles <laughs> <laughs> so so they obviously like my friends are people who drink and uh-huh. eat chicken outside their house okay. and then they okay. go home and again they're like in their uh-huh. home semi nude avatar walking jai shri krishna yeah uh-huh. so i mean like <laughs> it's never going to be like easy for our parents to accept us yeah but i tried okay and uh, what was for them a big issue was uh, i was now publicly dating also so like Ooh. that was not in the I've dated of course in the past mm. but uh, never told them about it like mm. even when I was uh, in Dubai remember like I was uh. dating somebody from Abu Dhabi you told me yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I went to Dubai for a week to live with them like just chill with them for a vacation <laughs> I told them I'm going for a job hunt uh, thingy uh, hmm. and uh, back then they were really happy if I moved to Dubai also they were like let's okay. go with your gay ass yeah that's kind of a small <laughs> christian dream everywhere yeah yeah <laughs> so so then I didn't go obviously and mm. then everything didn't work out but I could not tell them that this was why I was going to some you know mm. emotional trouble back then mm. but then finally I told them what my new boyfriend is young he's cute so mm. I said okay you want to mm. meet him and mom was like yeah sure mm. so I got him over for uh, christmas lunch and just to buffer it i called my best friend and my manager also so there was like other people mm-hmm. who were involved in the mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. and uh, even then my mom was just constantly bickering about ki, like he didn't tell us about this till the very late in his life and we were like we were not sorry pro- what as in your boyfriend did not or you did me, not me oh, like, okay. me coming out to my family okay, okay okay my mom's complaint is that i didn't come out on time earlier. but i was stuck huh. earlier they would have prepared themselves God. for this eventual whatever and my best friend is like you know just like i know your mom loves you but like mm. you can't let her just like live in the delusion that you know yeah she's never going to have you back as the son she wanted and all of that i'm like okay fucking oh, heavy. It's, it's, yeah yeah and then the pride happened right okay. the pride happened in feb mm. and uh, i just put a photo of me and my boyfriend standing together next to mm. each other just mm. like mm-hmm. just like you know shoulder pay head sure, and all of that sure, stuff sure, sure, sure. and uh, some fucking family relative yeah. found it and uh, then started circulating in the family whatsapp group apparently okay. or some somewhere like they have this whole okay. nexus going on fucking okay. idiots okay and if you're listening my cousins i fucking hate you all fucking die oh motherfucking piece of <laughs> shit you I bad genetic motherfuckers oh anyways <laughs> i have a lot of rants too like okay. but see how pacified i am about it. yeah <laughs> so my mom created an issue about that They're like mm. you can't just put this out that you're with a guy and all mm. i'm like come on man like mm. how much like you yeah, say that you're yeah. accepting me but you're yeah. not accepting me for yeah. who i am see really. but i feel like naveen and i don't know if the, i'm not this is not advice in any way but mm. like i just feel like you cannot have 
this work at a pace that anybody else decides right like yeah. whether like even when you say that your mom was pissed off uh, that you did not tell her earlier mm. i don't see that as a you problem i see that as a her problem and i feel like these are all mini me pity parties you know like yeah, it's yeah. it's not about her yeah. and i don't mean that in a yeah. oh my god you know uh, she's not right to think like that i get where she's coming from it's also borderline sweet that she felt like i wish you would have come out earlier that's yeah. a sweet gesture but I felt like first I'm someone who's just again done something who wanted to do the way he wanted to when he wanted to do it and mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a brazen way but like I just was very good at not letting anyone put a spin on how I want my life to progress in any way or put yeah. any sort of speed pace it up pace it down no boys have done that but externally I was never mm-hmm. like I never gave anybody the power to do that. So I Correct. feel like that's where it comes from. So whether it's cousins who I hope they don't die but like uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like see I came out long time back like I was publicly out in a comedy show by 21. Okay. Or 22 I think. But then the thing is I didn't tell my family because I knew that I had to mm. be financially dependent on yeah, myself yeah, and on all of that yeah, jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that and uh, and for the longest time I kept it under wraps like I was mm. still playing the straight mm. boy role on Facebook yeah, and Instagram, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until like now post 377 i believe that okay now there'll be a little bit of a leeway in terms of people expressing themselves mm. and that was not the final nail in the coffin by the way mm. that was already an issue and that that became a problem afterwards mm. uh, then feb happened and mm. like you know we went to the whole range of not talking to each other being mm. mad at each other mm. becoming late at night mm. sometimes stoned sometimes drunk just to like you know mm. go to sleep directly mm. all of mm. that just and and all, all of that, that jazz <laughs> the truth always excuse me huh. So and then like I was living more with my boyfriend you know he was in Santa Cruz and I would like spend more time in his This house. is the one you're dating right, right now. now Sorry yeah. how long has it been? It's been over 9 months now yeah. Oh cute <laughs> 9 months Yeah we delivered a cat recently <laughs> Okay, so, sorry, so, you can't bring up cat and not tell me about the cat. I told you about the cat. But what's the cat called? Like, Quill. Quill. Yeah. Okay, Quill is from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's from Guard Cooper, yeah. <laughs> no, Quill is like a pen, like a like a poet's pen, right? Like one of those old... Okay, okay. Like okay. My, boy, my boyfriend and I are both are writers, so like, okay, like a okay. Quill is a very... Okay, 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 okay. Not Ooh, Peter Quill. Okay, Anyways, okay. And he's adorable. You can okay, see him on my Instagram. Okay, okay. But uh, so I would spend more time with him. Mom's like, where were you? And I would tell my my friend Gia's house because it's easier to just tell that she mm-hmm. knows her also. Mm-hmm. But I was lying that I was not at my boyfriend's mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after 377 had happened in September last year, mm-hmm. I had put a story of me kissing my boyfriend, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like because I was in Kolkata and he was in Bombay and we had not met each other during the verdict. It was just like one of those, and I'm, I'm like, when I'm in a relationship, I'm like out and out queer. I'm, yeah, I'm just like yeah. celebrating my love life. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, if you have a problem, you turn your eyes away. It's again, mm-hmm. like, it's a you problem, mm-hmm. not my problem, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't care how many people unfollow me in that regard because I am being my authentic self in my life mm-hmm. right now, and that's mm-hmm. who I am. Yeah. So, one of my cousins again just like went back in time to my story highlights from September, mm-hmm. dug out that photo mm-hmm. of me kissing him, mm-hmm. and took a screenshot, and then again it was again in the family. Okay. And then my sister first talked to me about it, and uh, now my sister, this is your real sister, my real sister, yeah, okay? okay, and my real sister, uh, she's been like through some shit, and I, I empathize with her the most in my family because okay. she's like really seen difficulties and everything, so much so that her firstborn child is also like uh, autistic. He's not like okay. in, in the best state of mind, okay, right? And okay. I love that kid to like that. I, mm. I when I was yeah. growing up with him, he was there in my arms all the time, and mm. like you know I was there for him. Mm. But my sister. 
without thinking call me abnormal around that time right so that was like really like driving wow. driving me nuts that okay. like you should be more empathetic towards my life That's when you hard. have someone who's no no not entirely there in your family right mm. like you you understand that other people have different lifestyles or choices that they yeah. can't they can't run for themselves yeah so i was like okay she like i'll tell mom like do you think you're we are 5 year old now like you could mm. snitch me out about this mm-hmm. fucking go and tell her so she told her mm. and uh, then my mom was like you know what this like up and leave like this like hmm. go you know like we don't want okay. this this toxicity okay. here okay and and that's what like i had to like yeah. in one afternoon i was just like i have to just take everything i ever yeah. owned from my family and ever like you know in my house i did not know this yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> yeah so i just like i felt like i needed to open up about this because it's like i just want to put it on record that you know yeah again because this whole show has been a diary of my life so to say and this yeah. is a new chapter yeah. where I was not ready for this yeah. but like I wanted to do this for the longest time yeah. like you know I keep cribbing about comedy happening in Bandra and Kharsal and mm-hmm. I'm traveling all the way every day one hour plus mm-hmm. so for me like life is much easier now mm. and uh, that the fact that nobody wants to leave home on a mm. bad note really so sure. but after the month we like be eased into it we didn't mm. talk to each my mom and I I don't think anybody else in my family really matters so much because mm. they're not my point of contact so to say because they don't share that emotional connection sure. that me and my mother share really sure. my father is always in the background so mm. to say mm. but my mom and I like really did we we felt that urge okay we we have that whole thing right you know we want to call each other and tell each other about our shit but we can't right mm. now mm. because that that whole thing happened mm. and uh, my boyfriend thankfully that day like when I was leaving I had like I have one entire suitcase full of books okay? okay and I'm like what do I do with it so I don't have any space to pack mm. any more clothes mm. so he from Santa Cruz took a cab and rushed all the way to Bahander mm. and got two more suitcases so I could pack more shit and That's just like sweet. took everything in one go he's a keeper he's a keeper he's a, he's a <laughs> he was going to be here for the recording but he's not here okay but uh, like then then you know we got our own place mm. our own little thing mm. going on right now mm. and it's, it's been a challenge all together like you know mm. and uh, i want to document everything while it was going on but it was so sure. so much chaos in my life in general yeah. Yeah. you know like making ends meet and all of that yeah, but yeah. but now i've landed on my feet and it totally plays to the cliche right it's for the good it's right for the good, you yeah. suddenly found way more freedom to exactly. do what you want to exactly. explore who you are yeah. uh especially when i feel like Sometimes I really zoom out of this entire sexuality spectrum and all and I really feel like it is all just one big fight for authenticity exactly. to find authenticity yeah, or become yeah. more authentic and all and this just from whatever you said it just all sounds like little little jenga blocks into yeah actually jenga is not a good uh, example but you know what i mean puzzle little, pieces are yeah yeah it is a jigsaw it's jigsaw, all it, yeah. it'll all fit it'll and all that's fit. what like i spoke about this on instagram as well like uh, mm. about relatives and how i feel mm. about how mm. all of this going you know people snooping into my mm. life mm. and i'm like see a part of me is a public figure who is a comic a part mm. of me is a queer person who enjoys this mm. personal space as well mm. so mm. it's a blend of that that will always happen mm. where i let you into my life like mm. even your instagram right yeah, like you yeah, allow yeah. people to peep into what sure. your life is all about yeah, while yeah. at the same time recommending great stuff yeah. that's what i do i try to keep my profile as approachable to people as possible but sometimes this happens right if this snoop on you and all of that mm. it it makes me angry but people told me that this is not a gay problem really mm. it's like for a for a young girl in india if she's also dating somebody somebody's always mm. snooping and finding out yeah. what she's doing and i'm like yeah. okay i understand this is a bigger issue with people mm. just not letting people be you know yeah, just like just being nosy. yeah just everybody can just exist and you don't have to like treat yeah. people yeah. like yeah. like your property yeah. and owning yeah. them and yeah. just annoying yeah these are yeah. like little highs for them you know yeah. like their lives are so mundane sometimes and so like exactly. filled with drudgery that when something like this happens oh, like, they ah, just it's like a little oh my god my cousin kisses my another dude yeah. like yeah <laughs> 
Because Which I is why, right? I sometimes listen to podcasts from around the world mm-hmm. and I never hear these kind of like, you never hear, like especially with comedians who are LGBTQ and all, this is just not a part of their struggle yeah. and sometimes I feel like this is such an, this is such a problem endemic to like India. Yeah, but that's like, the thing, like we're the first generation of queer comics or queer people yeah. who have this issue right now. Sure. Next generation will will not be like, be haan, be like, they're like I ki, see it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. they'll be like, I think tomorrow they'll be like that I'm straight like what is your what is the problem why can't yeah, you be gay yeah, yeah, yeah. why can't you have a USP yeah. you normal ass child <laughs> that's the world I'm envisioning <laughs> anyways uh, there's been a lot of uh, ranting on my side mm. we'll take a small break and we'll catch up with Farad's life because he's been uh, doing something not much even before you go into commercial <laughs> there's not much so. shut up we have to give something to like get them back after the you'll break you'll have to coax it out of me <laughs> uh, I will okay. I shall coax it out of him okay. uh, we are on Keeping It Queer this is the first episode of season 3 we'll be back soon Alright, welcome back on Keeping It Queer. I'm Naveen Narona, your host, and with me is my co-host Farad Karkaria. Hey. So, Farad, <laughs> we spoke about my life and and how it's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really mean for this episode to be all morose so yeah. much, but yeah. then no, it wasn't. It wasn't. You're I being think, vulnerable. Yeah, be, I, yeah. That's yeah, what I am. That's yeah, that's who I am. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't let my. I feel that hide. should be the tone of season three. That should. <laughs> no, 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 that's what it should Morosity? be. Like just, no, just not tone. I, tone is the wrong word, but that should be the theme where we just like. Hey, this is us. This is our life, yeah. and we can't you, afford yeah, therapy. So yeah, here yeah, we are, yeah. oh <laughs> opening yeah. up about ourselves. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So you've been uh, posting a lot of stories about your dad's. Uh, oh life. my god! Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so he obviously is not keeping so well. He uh, no. Uh, so I'll tell you what happened, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. uh, before the break, I said that not much <laughs> is going on in my life. It's just my priorities have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad met with a bike accident in November. He was he literally escaped with just a scratch. But okay. what happened was he banged his head okay. uh, in that accident. Again, just one stitch is all he got. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's what it did was uh, it sort of uh, activated his Alzheimer's. He's mm-hmm. 68 mm-hmm. and uh, he's got Alzheimer's. And even though... Uh, the doc, the neurosurgeon told us that okay, you know what? Like, uh, wow, this is going morose again. Chalega, yeah, okay. chalega, chalega. I, I want to like listen. No, 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 and it's it's my life right now, so I don't mind yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. it. But uh, what has happened was uh, basically because he's sixty-eight. Usually, Alzheimer's if it starts a little earlier, mm-hmm. that's when it's a problem. But the neurosurgeon told us that hey, since it's happening so late in life. Mm-hmm. It'll, the process will be slow and everything and just just keep an eye on him basically it's not something to worry about and uh, I don't know what happened man I just felt like again uh, to put it in a gay context I just feel like there's some sort of distance you always have with your parents you yeah, know you yeah. always have this invisible valley or yeah. like a crevice you observe them from a yeah, yeah because you just don't expect them to be on your side so there's always some sort of invisible distance and you have a guard against them yeah and this is the first time I feel like I need to make an effort to actively be there in his life or like mm. be there for him. Not that he requires any help. He's a fully functional still like we don't feel like there's anything wrong. If anything, actually, we feel like things have turned for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's more humorous. He's become more like childish. Yeah, it's it's yeah. lovely. It's actually lovely to see him like this. Uh, but yeah, I just felt like I... I Everything's been not put on hold, but uh, boys, sex, everything in some way has taken a backseat. And again, we live in different cities. My dad's not in Bombay and he's in Pune. Mm-hmm. But I like to like 
now whenever i have the time i just rather like spend some time with Kareem. him whether it's even watching him scroll through whatsapp for hours or like watch <laughs> some shitty news channel or just yeah. doze off yeah, sometimes yeah. or just feed him I, yeah. I i just love cooking for him all the time and i do that and so it's sweet. yeah little joys i've had and happened. you've been capturing those glimpses like there's, there's I a do, there's I, a i do you you know like and that's there. the thing like again for those who i have on instagram i had like a lot of people like your cousins i had a lot of people who would not have a problem but they were like Hey, why why do you have to put all of this out? And trust me, I sugarcoated it because the moment I was in the hospital and he was out for a couple of days mm-hmm. after that accident, I just felt like I I don't know if this is a horrible thing to say, but something in my head said that this is his home run. Like this is you know the last hurrah. Yeah, I don't know why. I just there's which is a very mm. stupid thing. I know right now my shrink would be like shut the fuck up. That's a very <laughs> stupid thing to think because you can't preempt anything. Yeah, yeah. But I just felt like no I want to capture this side of his life so you don't even get to see the tough times you know the times when diapers have been soiled or he has to be bathed and those things I did not even put out but I have recorded all of it as just like a capsule in time and I'll tell you what I come from a very dysfunctional family I come from a very like uh, in a way I I would just say broken straight up like mm-hmm. we've never we, we are not a good unit mm-hmm. uh, at all uh, like uh, in my in my house like a conversation about bread can suddenly escalate into the worst fight or like <laughs> something as basic as that you know what yeah. i mean and i i give the bread example because that actually happened just <laughs> a week ago i believe you uh but uh yeah i just felt like something about this accident something about his condition sort of brought us together mm-hmm. in some weird way and not that we are functional as a unit but everybody knew that you know that cliche about uh families all you got and as much as i like don't agree with that mm-hmm. i don't feel because sometimes like your issue right mm-hmm. like i feel like your parents can handle this better they can not isolate you like this they can be more understanding they can be so i feel like when a family is being toxic it's perfectly okay to like you know what you're not good for my betterment in yeah, any way yeah but then again there are people they'll have their own things they sure, want which which i always say like that. a large part of adulthood is figuring out that your parents are just people yeah. uh, and that they they can be shitty yeah, and, you know and what i mean we don't have to put them on a pedestal as perfect humans or exactly. figure everything out exactly. but they, they haven't because exactly. they're still figuring yeah. their way out from where they are sure for us to get to their point is a whole different thing yeah yeah and something about this whole accident this whole alzheimers mm. this i don't know for some other reason everybody just stepped up their game stepped mm. up to the plate and like everybody's doing that and bit. that happens like uh, around jan my manager who was really close to me who was mm. like we started working together from last year mm. and he had a brain stroke which was like he's very oh. young 28 like our age and, oh my god yeah and okay. that is he fine now no he's he's incapacitated like he's gone back to delhi with his family but like he was such an important person in my life that he kept pushing me to do comedy more so and travel more and you know do more with my material which i was just mm. like when someone tells me to do something i'm just like i'm not going to do it you yeah, know yeah, yeah. in that that's a inherent system behavior that i have yeah and and in jan when that happened that really put me in the spin mm. where i'm like this guy just you know has believed in me more than anybody ever has to even manage me and just like you know mm. take no money or whatever mm. whatever gigs ka money i come mm. i get he put, puts all of it in my account so i i can survive my career as a comedy mm. like baad mein what's his name what's his nanak bhatia okay so he like baad mein when you're famous we'll sort this out okay. <laughs> you know all of that stuff so when that that happened to him i i was really shook because we did not know where to go from there yeah. and you know like yeah. we we're, we're handling when i say we like it was me and other two comics mm. who we managed other three mm. comics we managed 
uh, we have to continue with the comedy. We have to mm. keep traveling. Mm. We have to keep mm. performing. Mm. But at the same time, we also had to like take turns. Process, this, yeah. process and take turns, looking after them because yeah. he had no family in Bombay. Uh-huh. All the near and dear ones came in the first week and went away. Right. So okay. now. It was up to us, and even then, like I was in Gujarat for a week, so I was just like off for like two weeks from from Bombay altogether. Mm-hmm. So I felt really bad, and I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, process. And I was like sitting next to him at the bed, and like that's the thing you were saying, right? You can't capture the the nitty gritties of how grueling it can be. Like yeah. the the worst part of yeah. it, you don't even see yeah. Yeah. when when like when they yeah. cough and like they start shaking for fervently, oh like you, know, you don't yeah. know what to yeah. do, yeah. and. As glorious as some might make it sound, it's it's mm. not. It's really mm. painful to mm. go through that mm. grief, and mm. but at the same time, we had to like mm. step it up in terms of I was doing more time on stage. I was getting to forget about what yeah. was harrowing in my life yeah. Yeah. because same time, like the whole yeah. pride situation, yeah. my friend's situation, yeah. everything is going crazy, yeah. and I'm just pushing everything on stage, yeah. you know. Yeah. And thankfully, my comedy is like yeah. at a good place in life. Yeah. Generally, where I can be like, okay, I'm putting in my effort. I yeah. I I deserve to be on my own yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then like my mom keeps checking on him as well. And yeah. Easter, I went back home. Hmm. Like that's how I even called her because after the month of me leaving home, I was visiting him. Okay. My best friend and boyfriend were there, and she was like, "Have you called him?" I'm like, "No." Hmm. Like, just call. Shit. Just call. Okay. And I okay. called her, and then, and then I just like broke down, dude. I, I never expected that to happen, but my mom and I were really like this. This sort of stuff can really ruin you. No, not ruin you, it's but ruined. it can <laughs> just put. Not perspective even, but it can just like make you think so much about who you are as a person, where you are as yeah. a person, and yeah. all of those things. And it's kind of selfish to make it about you in these. I, I, and I'll tell you where I'm coming with this. Mm. I spent, and I think this is a valid fear because again, my shrink told me this. But like, there was a good amount of time where I was terrified that my parents are getting old, you mm. know. Mm. And I'm sure this is a feeling that a lot of people yeah. go through, yeah. where you watch your parents go get old, and you just don't know how to process that, right? And for some odd reason, I always thought that. It's sad that they are getting old, but when something as definitive, like something like this happened, mm. like when he, when my dad met with an accident, Alzheimer's, and all of that, mm. it actually was none of that. And I felt so stupid that I spent so much time being terrified mm. of, uh, oh my god, my parents are getting old. That's so sad, you know. And it totally changed to like, hey, this is my way of saying thank you now. Like you know, yeah. uh, just whatever it is, like for buying me a chicken burger after school or whatever it is, I just felt like I need to give it back to my father at least. Like, you know, mm. just for being there and being, uh, he was a great parent. I, I have no this. He was a fantastic parent. Uh, yeah, I just felt like this was, it was none of what I expected it to be. And it was such a fulfilling and uh, non, I, I, I wasn't terrified at all. I absolutely loved it. Even whether it was washing his ass or like feeding mm. him for a couple of days or like remind, like, putting out like fucking dozens of medication like in different yeah, yeah. Uh, those pill uh, what are they called you know what I'm talking the, the, about the weekly boxes yeah like the... filling those up and yeah. it just suddenly felt like hey this is the right thing to do in a time when you know he requires or he needs me in any way yeah so uh, I I feel like it's been a good uh, okay so if we, if I go back to post 377 I feel like I've uh, I might have grown as a person way more and I, I, I know it I know it and it feels amazing yeah. Yeah, it's the sense of maturity that like you never yeah, had before. Yeah, different sense of maturity. Yeah, like I I, I purchased the wardrobe secondhand and all of oh. that. I I moved it from one place to yeah. the other like yeah. with the with the tempo movers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I purchased the fridge yeah. secondhand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I purchased everything secondhand basically. Yeah. That's how my life is right now. It's secondhand right now. But it's good. It's it's like as long as it works, life's yeah, life's good enough. Yeah, and yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. 
And Congrats, uh, man, yeah, on the relationship. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Thank nine you. months, right now, and nine months in gay years is actually two years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like usually, like for me, three months is the boredom period. Yeah, when I dated for four years, I kind of counted like. Anywhere between six to eight. Eternity, years. right? Nah, it's it's like, like forever. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just because there are so many trenches and like so the many pitfalls. Yeah, yeah. There are so many pitfalls in a gay relationship, which yeah. I feel like is an entirely different <laughs> conversation. But yeah. like, you just fucking uh, give yourself a pat on the back for every month <laughs> that you make it without either you being a dick or your partner being a dick and. There I'm being yeah, cynical. Yeah, we again. keep accounting. Like, <laughs> but that's true. Like in a relationship, you start keeping count. It's been four days since we haven't fought. Like, wow, okay, that's a new act. Right? Okay. Let's start fighting. Yeah. <laughs> this is your first time. Are you in a live in? Live in, live in situation, yeah, yeah. This is the first time. Uh, what, any uh, straight off the bat reviews? Like, what? It's uh, difficult sparing your space, not even sharing your space. I just sure, feel like sure. if I if I have like a leg space which I enjoy, and if like he's mm. sleeping there, mm. then I'm bound to keep my leg on his face. Like that's uh. how, that's how it is right now. So wow. that's how it, what the living in uh. is about. But uh, it's really like finding a rhythm, you know, okay. letting them be themselves and you yeah. be themselves yeah. and cuddle at the right time. Oh. You know okay. that that whole uh, up and down. Yeah. You will see him more. You'll hear more from him yeah. this season. So yeah. I'm glad that yeah. he's also going to be around. I'm glad. And uh, I'm glad that we're all like back in the studio, back Yay. doing what we love to do. Yeah. Opening up about a yeah. shit And uh, we're still keeping it yeah. queer man Yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. so uh, Queer for else Exactly <laughs> So we'll start with the next episode Where we'll uh, start interviewing guests also We'll bring them on board Totally And have a totally. have a little bit of a chit chat yeah. with them Yeah So tell your friends about the show of course And uh, start keeping it queer Yeah And uh, I just want to know Is there a place where people can actually send us any questions If they have or like anything so it's on Instagram, right? Like on a personal Insta. Yeah, I really wish people do that because sometimes I feel like what you discuss and what I discuss is so specific to us. us but yeah. I love to hear what other people think. Definitely, if in any way definitely. we can, like, so, you know, have yeah. a conversation, have a dialogue about what's happening out for sure. there. You so know? let's do one thing for us. Like, how about on Mondays, every Monday, you and I do a Q and A on our Instagram. I would love that. Just like we start uh, with a story where people can send in their Q and A. Yeah. Yeah. Qs are the not A's. Yeah. yeah so yeah. any any suggestions for topics we need to discuss or questions. That you have around sexuality, three seven seven. What's it like afterwards? Anything advocacy. under the sun. Anything under the sun. Yeah. Even if you're straight. I'm yeah. Saying. Yeah. Especially straight people. If you want to know about our lives. Yeah. Uh, every Monday at around one p.m. Just keep a time for it. Sure. Okay. Every Monday one p.m. Go to Instagram Done. stories. Done. Uh, Farad is on. Farad kar kar yeah. You can just yes. look me up. I'm Naveen Arora. Also knows the house of. Oh, Narona. I'm very active on Twitter now. By the way. Who cares? Oh. Okay. Twitter's dying. Just, just shut the fuck up. I love Twitter. It's a comet dust. I can't believe I'm I'm for, in love with Twitter after so long. Like. Huh, so then tweet to us as well. Farad kar kar yeah. Naveen Arora. Yeah. yeah. So tell us what you want to talk about, and we'll talk about that stuff. Okay. Cool. Until then, we are uh, keeping it queer. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and for more shows on the IVM network do check out other IVM shows and go to ivmpodcast.com <laughs>